Vinny, just do it already. Live just from 11 days. With. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Live from 11 days of shenanigans birthdays. It's shenanigans. <laughs> this week it's Ellen with a Y. What is going on, folks? Who led off for the birthdays, by the way. Then it's Rich. What? And your birthday's coming up Monday. Allegedly. Are you not going to be here next Monday then? He'll be here. I don't know. Maybe it depends on whether I get a better offer or not. We'll <laughs> <laughs> <It'll, it'll> be <laughs> here. Matt? Pierced nipples taste like car keys. Okay. That might be our title. Title right away. Is that something that Uncle Andy could have told you? No. Your birthday was just the <laughs> first. I'm the, Craig. The, I the just bad news is he learned that in prison. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Craig. My birthday is Thursday. And we have... Vinny's fill-in. We have Crispy. Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a month till my birthday. Uh-oh. You're missing yeah, the mic. Winter birthdays suck, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's better than Christmas two weeks birthday. before Christmas. Christmas birthday. Mine's two at two weeks after. Right. So you guys have already been spent by the time they realize, oh, shit, we still have to get her a birthday present. How about poor Josephine? Yep. She's December 30th. So everyone's, it's her birthday is lost with New Year's Eve and mm-hmm. Christmas because yep. no one wants to go. We're going out tomorrow night for New Year's Eve. We just got done with the Christmas, so the poor kid gets nothing. Oh, wow. I've been hearing that for years about everybody. <laughs> you get a birthday. You get everything all at once, shuddy. Probably the worst day to have a birthday is All Saints Day because it gets overshadowed by Halloween. Uh, that's the best day to have a holiday. <laughs> all Saints Day. All the good Scorpio qualities and none of the bad. That's what happens. Yeah, I'm one of those, uh, what do you call them? Uh, I'm one of them uh, Italian unicorns. Italian unicorns. Yeah. That means you're always one horny. That means I'm always uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hot to trot. I don't make people crazy. So... We had my birthday party this past weekend. Matt, you missed a hell of a time. Yeah. You had a better offer, though. Yes, I did. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's tough coming from Medina, knowing I'm gonna, I, I would be drinking. Yeah. It's the Angel Club. You know where all the hidey holes are. What are you talking? <laughs> what? I heard talking. Yeah, so do I. The TV upstairs. Yeah, okay. we were watching The Fighter. All right. Which is based on a real story. I got to really watch that. That's a good movie. So you guys had fun at the party, right? I had a great time at the party. Who got Andy in trouble with his mother? Was it you or was it Shannon? Where he was thrusting his hips and his mom came over and made him stop. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was Shannon then because oh, that's ill all day. <laughs> I was playing cards or something like that. I was sitting down and talking, and then yeah. something came on and he was. I had what trouble? He was having fun. He was having a lot of fun, but apparently mom didn't like the uh, the hip thrusting going he on. He threw a little Shakira in there. What are you going to do? <laughs> she, she kept twerking. saying, uh, "Yeah, the one girl that kept saying he's he twerk, twerk." Like he was, she was encouraging whoever that woman is. And I'm like, I don't really. That's not a word that generally comes out of my mouth. Is twerking. But, well, he's got to express himself. But he was dancing, having fun, you know. Oh well, yeah. So I think he just one of the songs came on and he just kind of moved his hips a little bit. I don't think he, I don't think he was off. I don't think he did anything off color. I don't think so either. You know, it was just but I know his mom came over and made him stop. Yeah. <laughs> so who was I talking to at that time? I don't know. Somebody came over to shit with me. In fact, it was uh, when Dave, you and Dave. S- oh, his stepdad. Yeah. Well, you and Scott were playing cards against John and Jill. Yes. And we were getting smoked. Nine to two, and you guys won. Nine to two, and then we came back. <laughs> <laughs> then we came back because I kept saying, "I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go solo. I'm going to go solo." It's like it's not solo. It's going alone. You're going alone. And I said, "Okay." <laughs> then I'd like to go alone. So I went alone, and then uh, I had like all diamonds. I had the ace, king, queen, and jack of hearts. So I had all those diamonds, and then the jack of hearts, and then uh, I think a nine of diamonds, and then uh, was it four diamonds, and then a, a ace of clubs. So I went for it. I'm thinking the only thing that beat me is the actual jack of diamonds, and turns out Scott had that in his hand. 
So, so you were good. So I was good. Boom, 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 boom. And then we hit four points, then won the next one for two. I mean, in the game itself, are you familiar with Euchre? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really play it that much. I don't know. But I said, well, they've only got one point left, so it doesn't make sense if they pass it. You have to make a play. You have to bid. If you don't, they're going to beat you. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to bid and give it a shot. We'll see what happens. If we're going to lose, we're going to lose. We wound up winning the, <laughs> the, the loner and then the back-to-back ones because I was like, I'm bidding. I'm not giving it giving them a chance to bid where they can Never play cards against Allen. Never. Or Yahtzee. He'll always lose at Yahtzee to his mother, but there's a reason for that. She's better than me. Well, I, you know what? And she cooks you some dinners yes. sometimes. Carmen, Carmen's ruthless. You're in the will. Carmen will go through like, <laughs> he, he beats my mother like she's just a stepchild. He goes in really? there and he, yeah, he takes her social security money. Car- Carmen Rich, <laughs> they beat her up. <laughs> and then they laugh because they're like, well, you know what? At least she's not spending at the casino. I'm like, well, she's still going to the casino and losing. So, you know, but <laughs> they, they are good because. They're I just mean, taking their inheritance now. Now. Yeah. In $5 increments. Right. <laughs> they go through, but even if they do whack it, like there was one week period, they beat her for like 80 or 100 bucks, and then Rich went in and he bought her like a, I don't know, like, but still he took the money, like a $50 tops card or something like that. So, <laughs> but they do show up with stuff with what food kind of and scammers like that. Get their own mother to buy gift cards. Yeah. Hey, we got you a gift card <laughs> with the so, money we stole from yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> they win 100 they buy a $50 gift card, and they're looking like angels. <laughs> oh, he's such a nice boy. He got me a $50 gift card. And I yell at him. I said, Stop beating her up for money. Go play for fun. Can't you have fun? Pull out some pennies or some matchsticks. But my mother likes to gamble anyway, so she doesn't even care. Hmm. We had a lot of fun. Your gift, Rich, that you got, the Eiffel Tower fan, fucking tastic. Damn right it was. And if it wasn't for Joe Kubis bringing me the 1973 Playboy calendar, it would have been the greatest gift of the whole night. But that, that calendar wins, man. No, it doesn't. What does. about my gift? Oh, it does. That calendar has been it. in your life since you 1973. Mean? I've never seen it it's before. It's on the internet right now. Yeah? Does it hang in my living room? Was it hanging in my living room digitally? Like it's hanging in there really right now? Didn't you go through my bag? <laughs> Did you go through the bag? There was blue cheese in there. And then there was that navy. Oh, they came from you? Yeah. Okay. So there was all those folds. That was from the, from the what did I call it? The basement. I was trying basement to figure out where it came from. I was going, maybe this came from Kate. There's like a single beer in here. Yeah, I was throwing a bunch of, bunch of different random things in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was but, a blue cheese. I didn't know the blue cheese was in there, and they got left outside, but it was like 30 degrees. Yeah, so, so it didn't matter. So yeah, the blue cheese, the navy pictures. So a single bottle of beer. Yeah. And a wine bottle that all I have is the empty bottle. That was delicious, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a great present. You would have liked it. <laughs> Actually, my wife would have liked it because I don't drink wine, but she does. Oh, that's she a great it. birthday gift for him. An empty wine bottle. Yeah. Now you can. It's a candle holder now. <laughs> so you're, you put it right next to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's so considerate of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so a there's this, there's this great picture of Walden and I high fiving, and Vinny's wife is sitting underneath us looking up like <laughs> she's looking like this. Matt, you'll get it. And I had to ask her, can I post that picture? <laughs> Did she say no? She said I could. Okay. I thought she wasn't going to, but she said I could. She's a good kid. I like beer. I get to chat with her a little bit. She she did pull Vinny aside at one point. Did she? Yep. Oh, was he getting a little out of it? He was with the karaoke machine. Oh, that, that's his death. Dude, <laughs> when the karaoke came out, that was awesome. It was nice. <laughs> Seems to be self-feeding, though, the karaoke and the alcohol and then the karaoke and the alcohol. This is vicious circle. Yeah, of liquid courage. It's great. <laughs> no matter how much I tried, I couldn't get a couple people 
to sing on karaoke. I was doing it. I did the Mick Jagger swagger at the end. So Wendy's starting to pick stuff up because it's you know, like 2 o'clock in the morning. We thought you stepped in something. And no, You were gone by then, I think. It was like 2 in the we morning. We still thought you stepped in something. And... <laughs> Wendy was starting to pick stuff up, but Walden and Alan helped her get everything cleaned up. And meanwhile, I'm still singing, and their Paint It Black showed up. And I did the whole thing without looking at any of the lyrics. Got them all right, but I was doing the, the strut and everything. You didn't get them all right. <laughs> I got most of them right. Uh-huh. Roll the footage. There Roll is the fo- footage. Roll that There's beautiful footage. bean footage. There's also footage of me doing the, the air fiddle and you egging me on. Uh-huh. They're doing Devil Went Down to Georgia. And Vinny is singing, and I'm got I'm doing a fiddle, an air fiddle, and I get down on my knees, and I'm going, ah, doing the devil horns and tongues out. <laughs> and it was that's a good why time. we left early. I remember what was it? <laughs> when all the when all the when every, I think the first or second karaoke song everybody sang, and I screamed out, "Oh my God!" It's the first time I ever really wanted to listen to anything in Braille. <laughs> <laughs> they just murdered a song. They they killed. I don't know who it was. It was terrible. They did Amish Paradise by Weird Al. Oh, yeah. It was bad. That was Vincenzo. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know what, but it was good. All those, all your friends are nice people. Like, they were all very cool people. Most of them, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know anybody. I don't even know a lot of people that were there, and I said, I talked to your boss for a while, so I sat there and introduced myself and said hello. Yep. And I said, I met you before with my dog, Cooper, and she's like, oh, hey, how are you? And then she thanked me, so she remembered our record. I don't know if she recognized her, but she thanked me for going to that. Frank Gaffney thing. That Frank Gaffney thing. So that was cool. She's real nice. Then we talked about dogs, and I told my story about my free dog. <laughs> free dog. <laughs> Jerk. No such thing. No such thing. Don't ever get a free dog. I have two. Of, I had two of them. What happened to them? One's gone, and one my mom is babysitting right now. Okay. Think of the money you're saving with that one that's left, though, huh? Oh, <laughs> it's not. She's not free. Yeah, there's no free dogs. Nope. She's old too. She has bad teeth. She's bad teeth. Your mother? Or are we on a dog? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yeah. It's not like your mother's going to be, if you know, your mother's not going to be listening to this podcast. Actually, she, she does hey. listen. I'll be doing the, your mama jokes about Mrs. Bacon. Thank you very much. Because at this I, point, I she knows to ignore me. I had her the other night, so. You had a at my mom? party? Yeah. Was she drinking? I didn't think no. so. No. But she was like real. Clingy. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, and I didn't drink for half the night. You were making fun of me. A little bit, because I wasn't drinking that. I was carrying water around. You deserved it. Yeah, I think it. I was. You're right. I was like, what are you doing? I was drinking water. I, I was all excited, though, thinking, oh, you know what? This will be a good party, because the time frame was like 7 to 11. I'm like, you know, that's fine. Go out, have a few drinks, and 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know? And I wasn't even drinking hey, a lot. It's easy enough to do. I mean, I think it was. I mean, I had like a bottle of wine and a couple shots, but. A I, that's of wine? That's the song. They did the I had Billy Joel Billy tune, Joel one, and yeah. they sucked so bad at it. They were doing uh, scenes from an Italian wedding. Bottle of plaid. Italian yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yeah, Italian Bottle restaurant. Bottle of plaid. <laughs> 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 they, they were getting the color screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking It's great. a Scottish... <laughs> But it was, but it was. I'm telling you, I was shocked at actually how late it was. You know, I'm thinking, all right, I looked at the clock, it was 11, and I didn't go nuts. I say a bottle, but I probably only had maybe a half of that bottle because there were a couple of people nipping on it. There was another guy enjoying it with me, one of the older gentlemen, so he had some of that. Someone walked by me and goes, what time is it? And Walden goes, it is 1.46 in the A and the M. <laughs> <laughs> you kept Walden up that late? Yes. That's impossible. Really? <laughs> he should have been asleep under a table with his ass up in the air by <laughs> quarter to 12 at the latest. I, I said, hey, good night, Walden. I'll see you later. He's like, wait. 
you're my ride. Oh my god. Touche. We'll get there. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Yeah, what time did you get home after you dropped him off? It had to have been after two. I think I was knocking right there. Like, yeah, to, tend to, no, because I dropped him off at 10 to 2. So I made it home before 2. <laughs> two <laughs> seconds well, before yeah, 2. 157 or something right. like that. By the time we got home and took what needed to be taken out of the car and got upstairs and got, it was 3.30. You took stuff out of the car? Yeah. What are you, crazy? Well, I don't want to keep the alcohol in the car. Why? Got a bunch of heathens in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They would have known there was alcohol in the car. It was you pretty a, simple to see. You have a house full of your spawn. Those heathens. The, and it's the not bacon their birthday. Heathens. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? I don't get what you're saying. Why are you carrying anything in from your Because it was 3 party? o'clock in the morning. Okay. It'll stay. You can leave alcohol in the car overnight. Yeah. We brought the alcohol and... Just don't tell the neighbors. I had to put a blanket right over it or something. I brought in my gifts, too, because I didn't know what was in there. And it's a good thing I did, because there was some serious cash in there. Okay. Yeah. Amazon, here I come. Yeah, there you go. And a whole Eiffel Tower. You know, I love the Eiffel Tower. That's the only Eiffel Tower you're getting from me and my wife, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Speaking of gifts, this is for Alan. Got you a little something, buddy. Oh, nice. You remember Jurassic Park? It featured a... Uh, yeah. A thing where they trying to see if it really they opens. Were, they were sneaking di- baby dinosaur parts out of the park in a can of shaving cream. Mm-hmm. And now it's the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. And the shaving cream company it has a special can that has a little Jurassic Park logo on it. So I was thinking we could get you a real strong, well, you can use some of your foam to affix it to the fender of your van and be on there, but then people will think like, oh shit, he left his fucking can of shaving cream on the fender. Oh. And Actually, if we were to weld it on there, people would know what it is. I don't think people accept it. I wouldn't be able to open the door. Maybe I'll just fender it on the, I'll weld it on the side. No, on the roof of the car. Or the roof of the like car, you're that's just good. driving around with your groceries on the yeah. roof. That's awesome. Thank I you I thought you were much. giving it to him because, so you could shave a happy face without hurting himself. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I have, for my birthday, one of the guys I worked with at Geico gave me a Lego set of the Velociraptor where the guy was getting eaten by yeah. the by the Jeep, so it's the Jeep. And it's, <laughs> and it's got the tiniest little Barbasol can on it too, you know, so it's, it's cool. Thank you. I do. I love Jurassic Park. I watched that probably, I don't know, at least a a couple times, like one time every two months, like once every couple months. We couldn't tell. I love that movie. And that's the one I like. The other ones I try to watch, I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But the first one, man, it's just such a good movie. Oh, here comes the fucking karaoke again. God damn it. I love that whole musical score for that. I want to go see that movie over at, will they ever do that movie at, whatchamacallit, where they have those people that play? You know what I'm talking about. The, the Buffalo Nights? Philharmonic. Oh, that would be cool. That would be awesome to go to the Buffalo Philharmonic and have them play that music right there. Who'd, I'd have the, to bring Kleenex. Who did the score? Up. Was John that a John Williams? Williams? Yeah. Well, they probably will then. I cause... thought it was Andy Williams, but... <laughs> <laughs> or Paul. <laughs> no, no. It would not. It would have all been disco if it was Andy Williams. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if this cold is getting to me, like not like the weather, because now as I'm hopping out of my... What at this point in time feels like a semi truck when I'm getting out like for the morning to go to work and then getting back in and I'm making the old man sounds like. Aah! Have you thought about Aah. putting up a curtain across the behind the seats to, so that it heats up quicker? I I have a curtain there. Okay. You know what? It heat it heats up fast anyway. It actually heats up fast because I have those two fans on the dash. Mm-hmm. So when I get that heat going, I put those two fans on. I mean, it heats up in moments. Plus, the, the hookers tied up underneath the mattress. It's uh, it's okay. It's okay. They're tagged. Three warm bodies. <laughs> They're tagged. <laughs> <laughs> They're tagged. That was uh, 
an old You've been sitting on that one for a little while now. No, huh? that, they had that one from uh, Quagmire. My boy Quagmire. So what else is going on? We had a big birthday celebration. Yes. A lot of fun. It was fun. You happy with fun. it? You happy with your turnout? Yep. There were a couple people who RSVP'd they were going to be there, then didn't show up because they thought it was this upcoming week. I said, nope, got another party this upcoming week. What time does that start? Huh. Same time. So. I think that was an episode of... I don't uh, know. It's at my house. I don't have Are to you going to bail on that is. one, too? Yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> they had that exact episode of Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm was that. They had a whole show based on that where they act like they were. They don't want to go, so they say they think it's the day, be- the day before or... The, they show up the day after. The day after or the day before. Yeah. You know, but you're right. The day after saying, oh, yeah, here it is. And then, so, yeah, you just got, you just got, uh, what did I say? The That's name how of? they get out. You just got curb your enthusiasm. What's the guy's name on that? What the heck? Larry David. Larry yeah, David. you just got Larry Davided. You just got jammed. You just got jammed. <laughs> that was a good show, that curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, I, 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 that was the only reason I was paying for HBO for a while, mm-hmm. and I finally canceled it because I'm not paying to watch Larry David for, you know, I else. watched a blooper from Seinfeld. I'm not a huge Seinfeld fan, but Frank's dad. Oh, yeah. Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. There was a blooper reel where he and Elaine are arguing, and he goes, you want a piece of me? <laughs> and she's, he just... She just starts cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the I don't know what the whole scene was, but all it was was them repeating. Serenity now! He kept going, "You want a piece of me?" <laughs> and he'd do it at different inflections, and every time he did it, he had that look on his face, and she just start cracking up. And at one time, he 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 goes, "You want a piece of me?" Like he's Robert De Niro, <laughs> and. Uh, George falls out of the chair just laughing his ass <laughs> off because he's sitting in a chair right between the two of them. Uh, I think that all shows should have some bloopers on at the end of their videos or at the end of the show. I always liked that. Remember when the movies used to do that? Oh, yeah. It was the Burt only Reynolds reason movies. to watch Cannonball Run was right. the last five minutes. Yeah, the, yeah that was exactly. That was fantastic. <laughs> Man. Cannonball Run, Lockport guy. So, you know, what do you guys think? Have you guys been here since we've had the heater in? Is that all right? Yes, you like good. the heater. It yeah. seemed a little warm at first, but uh, it's I'm acclimating to it. It's not so bad. Well, you know what it is because I leave it there and it keeps. Uh, that's I. I have my furnace on that doesn't even really kick on anymore. I just have that thing on and I wanted it for the garage, so it's keeping that at like 64 degrees. So we'll see what happens when your electric bill comes in. Electric bill should be nothing, and the gas bills maybe go up a little bit. But the truth is, I feel like I is should. Is that a be gas a, insert? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the what the deal is because ever since I installed it, I've been having a horrific headaches and stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> and my my O2 detector keeps going off, but mm. I just figure I just got to change the battery. Maybe there's something wrong with that. <laughs> I'm no fireman. Oh my god! But pretty sure these headaches. That's how that's how El Yankovic's parents died. It right? is. Yeah. I, I tell you, actually, I was concerned about it because I went through and I got right put it in. I did. I really had it. But there was so much stuff going on. It could have been a number of things. I'm like, all right, I'm not eating sugar. I've been working out. I've been doing this and I'm doing that. And then all of a sudden I come in here, You're I put my again? glasses on and I'm like, what the hell? I had this huge headache and my body was going through shock. So I immediately thought it had to be gas. But it turns out it was just all the abuse I've been doing to my body. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little better about that. Yeah, it's the holidays. And I did just put the new, uh, well, the CO2 thing over there or the O2, whatever it is. CO, carbon CO. monoxide. That means one. Carbon monoxide detector. So I got the CO detector out there. What was that thing you were Craig talking about? Craig wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing you were talking to that guy about introducing me to say, what's the difference between liberals and light libertarians? Who did? <laughs> Rich. At the party? I yeah. asked him what the difference is between a liberal and a libertarian. That was a huge difference. Well, Al's still trying to work that out. Okay. I, <laughs> I said one one puts library books away. 
Here, Rich was like, watch how stupid this guy is. <laughs> so here's, here's what it is. Liberals want everything to be government, and they want pot to be legal. Libertarians want no government, and they want pot to be free. Oh. It's about right. Where does the library come into this? <laughs> Broad strokes. Right. Broad strokes. How did that come up when that actually, where you're just like this, watch this guy. I don't guy. remember. I was drunk. He's like, really? You were drunk Saturday night? The only way, the only way this mean, conversation is going to happen, he's like, you really got to For the purposes say- of this conversation, yes, I was very, very drunk. <laughs> you can never tell until you start yeah. walking. <laughs> he tippy-toed a couple times. <laughs> Why is but that the thing everybody knows, Craig? <laughs> you have such a big fucking mouth. I get my left was eye that, droops. Is that your drunk, secret? I, eye. I didn't know about it either. So really? apparently it was secret from me too. You did it at the Celtic Festival. You keep saying that, but it's not true. It is true, no. unfortunately. It couldn't possibly be. My toes would snap if I walked on them. I don't know. You were walking on them here for here, here for sure. Yeah. I go, are you all right? Because you're trying to ballet dance right now. I felt like I was watching the Nutcracker. <laughs> oh, you're about to, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. I'm going to my happy place. <laughs> He's frapping to Jurassic Park. Anything else going on? No. You going back to school today? Yeah, I went back to school today. We're getting the, I always tell everybody, I, like, I got the one diesel guy comes to my room all the time. So my room always smells like, like garlic or cookies or food and he's in the diesel room and, and they're doing all this construction over there. So he's just finally got heat like a, and the like diesel the smells of, bad and the there. diesel smells and all this stuff. So he comes into my room. So now he sees we baked cookies, we frosted cookies, and then uh, we hung up all these decorations and I pulled everything down because we're doing a video shoot tomorrow. So he comes in there, so I got a Christmas tree up, and I've got all these presents laid out. I got candles lit. I got all this stuff. He walks in there. He's like, I, I, I want to hate you so bad. He's like, but I like you, you know? But he comes in there and eats cookies, and we're shooting the shit, and he's just a, he's a good dude, you know? But I told him, I said, you know, the big shot's coming in, and the, the, the district superintendent's coming in there. So uh, I had him come in and actually do a little, see if he liked it, if he wanted to change anything. And, yeah, so it's going to be a nice little thing for tomorrow with all our class and stuff, so I'm excited about it. Matt and I were looking at uh, wardrobe stuff so that I could wear. I could wear a stained red sweater. Why stained? Because that's the only red sweater that I have that's stained. That, uh, it, that could it, be. It's called an Italian bib. Oh. No, I, you know what it is? I spent a lot of money on that sweater, and I'm thinking, okay, this is nice, but I was out at a Christmas party, and I think I got wine spilled on the front and wine on the side. So He's got boobs, too. That's true. Do you remember Mr. Milano? Did you go to Emmett? No. Did you go to Emmett? No. Oh. Mr. Milano was... Uh, one of our math teachers, you won't remember, we went to North Park also. But he wears sweater vests all the time. They're always stained. Always. The sweater vests? Yes. That's good. It means he's saving the shirts. Yep. I should do that. And he would get chalk on his hand with those days you had chalkboards, and he'd swipe them under his armpits <laughs> every time to wash them off because he was sweating all the time. So it just, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> like Superstar. What's that girl's name? I have no idea. Mary Catherine something. Yeah, Mary Catherine. Did he sniff them? Oh, that have been awesome. <laughs> Superstar. And he spoke with a little bit of a lisp. And he was always Mickey Mouth Thimple Stupid, baby. <laughs> I don't know. If I throw you out the X, X out the window, you will fall on the Y. That's what he would tell us. He was our math teacher. Was he a good math teacher? He was. Just based on that alone. Yes. <laughs> I had good grades in that class. Well, what did that say? There's a fine line between the, com- the numerator and the denominator. <laughs> Most people don't understand. <laughs> I'm Only a fraction wow. of people will get it. <laughs> a fraction of people. Uh, we are on uh, comic gold right now. <laughs> we just told a math joke. All right, Alan, who told you to say that joke? I read it <laughs> in, a, in a book. 
<laughs> on his calendar. You guys going to get me a book of words for, for next year? Yes. <laughs> the word today? I threw out some pretty big words these last couple of weeks. You, you have. You have? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting Destroying there. the myth, the legend that you've built about yourself. That's right. That's why I'm always building plausible deniability. So now you're going to... Your Honor, this man's a moron. There's no way he could have he could have uh, put this whole plan together. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with the kids the other day at school. We were talking about cleaning, washing your hands, washing your hands. <laughs> we're so, going to start calling you verbal. So. <laughs> As I was talking to the kids, I'm, I'm sticking my finger knuckle deep in my nose. And I'm like, guys, come on, let's go make cookies. I'm going to make you some cookies. My fingers, my nose. And I'm like, come on, I'm going to make you a special cookie right now. And they're like, no, no. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like, well, you, you your fingers and your nose. I'm like, yeah, but you guys said it doesn't really matter how often you clean your hands. I mean, we already washed them. So if we washed them once, we're good. And so I washed my hands and I put my finger in my nose again. And I was like, come on, let's go make some lasagna. You know, <laughs> just crack up. No. So a couple of weeks ago, you talked about. You're doing some halal stuff. Did you do any of that? Yeah, we've been making chicken. We he just did, told you. We did bread of chicken on Friday. So <laughs> last Friday I went through and we breaded up all this chicken and then we put it on biscuits and did honey biscuits. Uh, like so, honey chicken on biscuits, bread of chicken on biscuits, and then we made uh, we made a bunch of like Asian food. So I cut up a bunch of veggies while the kids cut up a bunch of veggies, and then we cut the chicken strips, which again was the halal chicken that I got, just so uh, the one kid could eat it. And we cut it in little strips, and we made that. And then the principal and vice principal came in, and they're just like, "Dude, every time we walk by here, it always smells so good." I was like, "What do you got?" I said, "As a matter of fact, we got some of this stuff." So he just they just ate their faces off, you know. And like, do the kids so eat the stuff they make? The kids do. Yeah. So I make stuff, and I know on the other program they really can't because they're making stuff. And uh, but I'd rather just keep giving stuff away. And I, I always the kids, I say it all the time. Kids, what's the first thing we got to do once we make some some of this delicious food? And I always say we got to kick something upstairs, so they know we got to bring it to the office. So it's an Italian it cooking class. Yes, <laughs> I just I laugh a little bit. The maintenance guys. So now when I need something from maintenance, like I said, hey, I got one of the burners isn't working. The guy was there for like three minutes. All right, here you go. Let me change this part out and do it. I'm like, you don't have to do it. Like, really, take your time. He's like, no, are you crazy? I'm doing that. I'm getting outlets put in spaces that I need stuff. <laughs> I'm getting a cooler. Because you're feeding them all. Yeah, they love it. They're good dudes. Everybody over there is good. Teaching a cooking class has got to be easier than other courses because, like, if you poison yourself and die, you fail the class, but you don't have to do more paperwork from that. No, right? no, they failed. <laughs> <laughs> On an epic level. So all you have to do is live through the class and, and you pass. Right? Well, I have, them make a right, have, I have them make a right epitaph first, just in case. <laughs> it's a part of the class. There you go. I was terrible at cooking. Yes. So do the principals and all that stuff get food from that? Yeah, like we make them food and stuff. Like I, so they always tell me, like I do. I throw, I juice everybody. You know, I go through. I stop, give stuff to the nurse, and I give stuff to the, you know, to the main office where the like the attorneys are and stuff like that. I'm like, here you go, here's something. At both places. Yeah. So when I do, like tomorrow. I already pulled out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they're going to hate me for this. But when Dr. Gottschall comes in to do his stuff, I already pulled out because I need room in my freezer. So I pulled out uh, just a thick T-bone steak. So when he's done and when he walks in, it's going to smell like mushroom and garlic and onions all sautéed. I'm going to just broil a nice thick T-bone steak for him. So after everything's done, I, again, I got nice veggies and stuff I'm going to mix up for him. So when he's all done, I get that, a garlic roll, send him on his way. Because this is going to be the last one he does. He's retiring this year, so I want to he's know. He's retired once, so has he? Yeah, I think he's going to retire. I think there's already somebody maybe in place. I don't know. That, that part of the business, I don't know. But all I know is when he does his last video, I want it to be a T-bone steak to go with it, so then people <laughs> will go through and be like, what "The hell!" I'm not retiring to the end of the year now, as long as Elmo the Wise here. 
He's not retiring the end of the year. He retires at the end of the. I know. I'm not retiring year. until the end of the year because oh, yeah. Ellen with the Y is here. Exactly. He keeps feeding me. He good. We made T-bone. We made chicken farm <laughs> for him a few weeks back, and then we did like a puff pastry, like an apple puff pastry. We did for the kids, and uh, we so we sent it up, and we gave a big one. So I taught him how to cut the pastry. So we didn't make the pastry. You can buy appreciated. So we cut the pastry and then braided a piece, so it looks like it come from a store, you know. And then we put a little glaze on top of it. It was beautiful. <laughs> nice. So. so did you show him your uh, veal parm recipe yet? I didn't get any um, liver for that yet, okay. no. <laughs> Can you yeah. teach him how to make liver so that it's edible? I don't know if it's the way my grandmother and my mother cook it, but it's dry. I mean, you like and the liver. I love it, though. I it, love it. But it's so dry and... Because if it, you overcook it, it'll stay dry, but... Yeah, it, It's but liver. You're, there's it, not a good way to make it. No, I was going to say. It's really like a lot of things. If you give it a good pounding, it's going to keep coming back. So pop, 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 pop. Bread it a little bit, and then boom, out the door. So how long were you dating liver? <laughs> American pie. <laughs> yeah, you want to warm it up and then fold it in half. You can't teach classes anymore for cooking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not after what you did to that liver. Mm, we did. Nope. <laughs> you know what we did today? So today we did, we did uh, I wanted to do hard-boiled eggs. So I'm like, all right, we watched a couple videos. So we watched Chef. Jean-Pierre. And he's like, you don't need to put, like, when you, a lot of people, when they make it, they put eggs in cold water, bring it up to a boil, cover it, and let it sit for a while and cool down naturally, and then hit it with a little ice. And then Chef Jean-Pierre says, you don't need to do that. Just put it right in boiling water. So get the water boiling, then put the eggs in for nine and a half minutes. That's all. I said, all right, let's see what we did. So we did a comparison. And then, uh, and they both came out exactly the same this time around. Normally when I do it, like, as put in boiling water, it just, it, the, the egg shells would never come off. You know, and then he says, don't listen. They tell you put uh, vinegar in it or put baking soda in it. Don't put anything in it. You know, just put it in there nine and a half minutes. Put it in an ice bath afterwards and then just peel them. Like, but you got to peel them like within 10 minutes of, of doing it. If not, then it, it gets bad. So, but we did that today. And then, so we made the hard boiled eggs. The kids, I, I didn't tell them to place them in, in the thing. So they were kind of basketball shot a couple of them in there. So, so they were, so a couple of them cracked, but. You're watching other chefs. Have you ever watched a chef from Germany? He speaks English, though. A taste of history? No. He goes to different historic places around the country. And, for example, he went to Fort Niagara. And so they were cooking stuff as they would have in 1769. Ew. So it's really cool. They didn't know about germs back then. Right. They would have not had a problem with him with his finger up his nose. Peas porridge. Yeah. Hot peas porridge, cold peas porridge in the pot. Nine, nine days, days old. old. You you should check out that. Check that All out right. though. It's pretty I interesting. Send it in the chat right now. The episode after the Fort Niagara one was a copper mine. They're in a copper mine, just a the, copper pot. Yes, and so they're underground, and they have all the guys cooked on their own little things. And so they're making. Basically, hash mm-hmm. while they're underground when they're doing their their food. It was pretty cool. Nice. Oh, that would be interesting. But we kicked that upstairs. Hard-boiled eggs, and we made uh, deviled eggs with them. And then they were cut up. Uh, they mixed it all up, put it in a piping bag, cut up some green olives to put that on there, and same thing. Kicked it upstairs. Everybody got a little. Like, oh, my God. And it's funny because when they eat, they're like, everything's the best they've ever had. And I'm like, it's mayonnaise. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do anything too fancy with a little salt and pepper. We didn't have any, like, pancetta to put in there or anything like that or just regular deviled ham mm. or cut that up. It was just. Where's the MSG? Yeah. I don't taste any niacin in this. <laughs> Where's the riboflavin? 
Are you a deviled egg person? No, not really. Oh. No, just regular hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs are good. Yep. I had one the other day where I put it on avocado toast, and then I shaved it. So I had a little, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, just a little, what am I trying to say? I should know this since I cook and teach people to cook. Mm-hmm. Avocado. Not avocado. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not the avocado. Just Free shavacadu. Not the little mandolin, but just a little shredder. So you have a shredder, so you can put this, so you can shred this carrot, but it's a small shredder, so when you put it on there, it shreds the carrot. Almost like a zester? Yeah, so exactly. But it shreds the egg almost so it's like cheese. Instead of having that rubbery bounce back of a of a hard-boiled egg, you shred the whole egg and put it on there, and it piles high, so it'll pile an inch high. But when you bite onto it, it's like biting into a cloud. It's so good, and it's got the egg flavor, but it doesn't have that. It's the only thing I don't like about the, the hard-boiled eggs that kind of bounce back, but on that, it was delicious. I don't cook, so... You cook fried chicken. Yes, I, I do. asked, and that was really good. Yep. Nice. Besides that, don't ask for nothing though. Is it like bone-in chicken? That no. kind of fried chicken? Mm-mm. It, but I do <laughs> it in. Like it's not bone-in. It's been dead for a while now. Yeah, pretty uh-huh. much though. I don't see any fried chicken here. That's right. Yeah. Did you not know you were coming tonight? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we should we should allow it then. That's all right. Because I made it over the summer when I was home. My mom goes, we're going to make dinner for you Monday night. I'm like, all right, we all leave the house by like 6.30, quarter to 7. Yep. And we didn't get our, she goes, I'm bringing dinner over. We got it at 6.20. Ah. So, yeah, we were, that's why we were running late. I gotcha. Where's your she parents now? Are they in? Wait, where's your parents right now? They're in Florida, yes? My mom's here. My mom was at the party the other oh, night. Oh, yeah. But my dad's still in Florida. Nice, nice country, this America. Yeah. He didn't want to come up for your birthday? He doesn't fly. Really? Though he did, last summer, he went to a reunion for his helicopter outfit. He was in an assault helicopter okay. unit, and the, his <laughs> helicopter that he flew on... And Is that his, how you picture your gender assignment? What's that? Attack helicopter? Really? Never mind. Move on. His helicopter and his pilot were there, and he flew on the helicopter again. Oh, that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. So my mom was telling me about it, and I go, is he okay? Because growing up, you know... You know, that mm. those flashbacks can happen, and it isn't always pretty. But I guess he was okay with that. I ah, see. That's I didn't good. hear anything bad about it, so that's cool. My dad was in Vietnam. We didn't talk about it in the house at all when I was a kid. Right. And then I come back from college and find out that he went and spoke for an entire, two entire class periods in front of Walden's social studies class. <laughs> really? I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? What happened to, we don't speak about it. Well, here's the thing. My dad will talk to me a little bit about it. Two reasons. One is going to piss her off, and the second one is because, first one is because I know history, so he knows that if he says something, he doesn't have to explain it thoroughly, he knows that I know the background. Second of all, I'm the boy. And you're the girl, so he doesn't really say too much. I'm spoiled, so. Right. But I know you got pissed off at the one time when you and I went and had all his Vietnam photos made back in the photographs. So he had, he took a bunch of pictures while he was there, but he sent them back to his girlfriend, who was not our mother, was another another woman, but he had... Some hussy. Right. Mm-hmm. He had the negatives. So we found the negatives, and we went and had them made back in the pictures. So you and I did that. I don't remember that. And he got, when we gave them to him for Christmas, I gave them in a box, and they're on a, then I put them on a DVD. Well, he grabbed me, and we went downstairs to the basement and went through all those pictures and explained what all of them were. But he, he uh, what do you call it? Wouldn't let anybody else downstairs while we were discussing it. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. I kind of remember the DVD thing, but that's yeah. about it. She was busy doing something else she gave a shit I about. I was probably, yeah. <laughs> Chasing boys. Uh, yeah, yes. 
<laughs> we were adults then, so we were yeah. chasing men. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was. You may have been living there between the uh, marriage and the divorce. I think you were living there. I think that's when it, what At time one it was. At one point, I was. Yeah. but I was in the basement. Yeah, but we sat down in the basement. I think we sat on your bed <laughs> while we went through all the pictures, and I labeled them all as he explained what they were. I don't know. He's better now about talking about it. Yeah. At least talked about it for me with me, but I also went on those trips with him. Right. So you didn't get to go on those trips. Nope. No women allowed. Nope. I was probably somewhere else anyways. We started going in 93. Went 93 to 2003. Went 11 years. Yeah. I was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was about my bad time. Your bad time. Mm-hmm. Was it as bad as the time that you got in trouble for something that we did while we were at school? Were you at our table when that happened? Because we had lunch together our senior year for one of my two or three lunches. You had two or three lunches? Yeah. I only had one lunch. I had, I had three of them in a row for like every other day for the third semester. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Are you talking had, about when I was in technology class? And you came down to see me at lunch. All the time. You came down to see me at lunch. And Scott was at the table. Scott who? Scott Kurliski. Yep. Oh. And she came down. I thought it was it was I'm you or sure Matt. Was. Matt uh, was at our lunch table. Matt Broker. Matt oh, Broker, no. but not Scott. Okay. Oh so, no, because Scott is the one who helped. So and Matt Broker was there too. So I think Scott may have been down there on a pass at the same time, oh, which is be. possible. And so she came down to ask me a question, and Scott said. Or no, Matt Broker said, let me see this pass. And Scott took it out of Matt's hand and ripped it into tiny pieces. And then Scott goes, hey, she doesn't have a pass. She doesn't have a pass. And she got in trouble. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They were always doing stuff to me, like shoving me in lockers. Who, your brother? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would hip check her when she was walking by. I was skinny then, though. They would, yeah, they would push me in lockers. I didn't push. I just hip checked. No, I'm Hockey. pretty sure you guys shoved me. In I the think water. that was Scott. Um, of course you did. I think it was part of the football team. That wouldn't have been me. Well, Scott yes, was part of the was. football team. It was Scott and the twins. Probably. See, I'm innocent. Yep. You are far from innocent. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he is. You probably paid them to do that while you no. were around, so you'd have yes. an alibi. No, I wouldn't do that. I think I was late for class and got in trouble for that one too. Mm. Nothing I beats. had detention a lot because of you. You only had, well, you had detention in the lunch because of the lunch thing, yes. for sure. You're making him sound so much cooler than he is. Oh, no, <laughs> he's not. That's my point. You're really talking him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She knows. You have to if butter his ears to get I him out of the basement now. These other people were doing it. Oh, he's always blaming Perlisky somebody else. was doing Kurliski is the one who tore up my pass. And I'm pretty sure it was Kurliski and the twins that pushed me in the locker. And closed a lot of, it a lot and of, locked it. A lot of Scott. It sounds like he had a little bit of a crush on you. I doubt it. Who? Kurliski? Yeah. No. Why else would you push a girl in a locker? Because I was like his little sister. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you weren't, though. <laughs> He was at our house enough that he was yes. another member of the family. And we have the same birthday. Yep. Oh. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. January 11th. That's not your birthday. No. Your birthday's Monday. 
Monday. Monday. That's your Monday, fun- Monday. Just another Manic Monday? Probably. The Bills play late next week, right? They play a 4.30 game? It's a night game next Sunday. Again? Will yeah. this be the end of all of their uh, primetime games? This is, should be the end of it. Yeah, for a few years. <laughs> Especially the way they're playing. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. So the Bills are super good after the bye. Super good after the bye. That they're 16-1. and one. That has been the trend. Yeah. Can they get it by week, week one then? Right. But they're playing Kansas City, and Kansas City hasn't lost two in a row in three years because they lost last night to right. the Green Bay Packers. Can't handle yeah, but those the Bills assholes. Play really good under pressure. Yeah, I don't know, and they're good at, at Arrowhead. So they always yeah. do. No, no, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah this the year. Chiefs game's four forty-five. What is it? The Chiefs game's on at four forty-five. <laughs> you guys were complaining a lot about the sports uh, games yesterday, and what happened with Florida State? Oh, Florida State got fucked. I wish Vinny was here. But they won. They won. So how did they get screwed? They're thirteen and zero because they're not in the college playoffs. How, how are they, they got booted? How are, how are they thirteen and zero and don't make the playoffs? Because because the whole thing's fixed. The, absolutely, the, thing. the NCAA commissioners. Like it's right there in front of God and everybody. I don't even pay attention. Those the ten things I've heard of it. They're preposterously right. the two on most the tape. hallowed programs in the entire country are Michigan mm. and Alabama. Right. They gave Alabama the fourth slot because Michigan is clear number one because the ratings they'll get for having the first game of the playoffs to be Michigan and Alabama will be through the fucking roof. So it's Alabama. Oh, it's, Alabama is, is fourth. Texas is third. Washington is second, and Michigan is first. It should be Michigan, Washington, Texas, and then Florida State. So Alabama didn't play all that well. They beat Georgia. No, wait, they lost this week. I can't. No, no, they beat Georgia. Knocked Georgia out of number one, Georgia out of the playoffs. But they're 12 and 1. No, Florida State? No, didn't they beat, was it Arizona? Ar- no, they, I don't remember who. Because I feel Florida like State, I bet it. But Alabama beat Georgia. Okay. Because Vinny was watching at the start of the uh, party the other night. So oh, I'm reading something that says that Florida State did not make it because its starting quarterback got hurt? Because their starting quarterback got hurt four games ago, and they still won. They finished undefeated, and they said that affected their bowl placement because it's a backup quarterback. To me, that makes the fact that they went 13-0 even more impressive. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. It's fixed. So is the NFL, really. Well, yeah, I've been telling you that for years, but I figured college was a little bit more... On the up and up. College is worth way more money than NFL is. There's more money bet on college games than on NFL games. Really? Yeah. It's a huge money maker. It's easier to hide. And they don't pay. Well, they are paying some of the players now for their likeness. So they have that. that, um, They have some sort of bargaining agreement now. Right. Yeah. Before they used to have to just kind of pay their parents. (laughs) Yeah. Buy their parents' houses and cars and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Who got in trouble for that? Did Lou Saban get in trouble for that? Got in big trouble for... Whoever Ricky Williams' coach was, remember when Ricky Williams was in college? And all of a sudden, his parents had a had a Ferrari while they were while they were recruiting him. No, who's Ricky Williams? Know. Oh my, sports, sports. So how was your weekend then, Matt? It was okay. Yeah, pretty uneventful. Did you spend the whole evening with your granddaughter then? Yeah, we get her for the day. What time did you did you leave? We get her back seven ish, eight eight. eight. Where she had to be dropped off at? Lockport. So you were in Lockport between 7 and 8 on Saturday night? I just want to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the, the whole 
drinking and driving all the way back to Medina. We could have stayed in back at Al's van. That's right. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you would wake up probably cloudy-headed. Chloroform gives me terrible migraines. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it in Mr. Form now. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Who? It's on, a, it's on a time schedule, too, just to keep them at that general level. <laughs> That's right. I'm just, actually, guys, sorry, I'm just looking at an email here. I, I submitted, remember when I got that flat tire in the pouring rain and I called up the insurance company for my emergency roadside service? Nobody came out. Nobody came out. Finally, an hour, half, two hours later, a trooper came by and said, call these people. So I wound up going through and they charged me $230 for the, for the tow. So I Holy got the shit. Yeah, so I went for for and it was nine miles is all they took me. So I sent the tow reimbursement in, and I just got a letter from the company saying, "Hey, uh, by the, I'm sorry, but uh, we're not going to pay you that full amount. We're only just going to give you a hundred dollars because you didn't use their tow company." And I told them, I said they left me sitting there. You said you're going to be in correspondence with me. You're going to call me. You're going to let me know. They didn't do anything. They let me sit there, sit there, sit there. Nobody came. Right. So another sham. Yeah, keep fighting it. You might get another twenty five dollars out of them. Yeah, for what? I don't care. I you know. I don't want to say I don't care, but all I'm going to do is I'm just going to reduce my everything with them. I give them a ton of money for all they the don't coverages. Care. They already got is that your the money? place you used to yeah. work. Yeah, they already got your money, and they didn't give you the service yeah. they, they, they were supposed to provide yeah. that you're entitled to. So fuck them. Tell them they got to pay you the full amount, or you're going to raise hell. And then yeah. raise hell. They even in the letter they give you the number to this New York State uh, uh, Insurance com- uh, Department. If right. you want to complain, don't even file it with us. Please, please file it with the New York State Insurance Department. Okay. You know? Do that because they figure that's going to throw people off and scare them away from doing it. I know you used to work at insurance. So do company. I collect it? Do I still cash the check and then still file the complaint? Or do I, I not wouldn't cash, cash the check? check from them if it wasn't for yeah. the full amount. Okay. I know you used yeah, to right because it's not a ton of money. I mean, for that, I might as well just go through and say, "Hey, here's what happened." That's, that's just it. People are like, "It's not worth fighting for. Fight uh-huh. for it." Yeah. And I want pain and suffering. Three point two million. <laughs> I mean, and I did try to do this. I was on, I was on the ground in the pouring rain, trying to get everything ready to go. And to all poop. That. Yeah, and then I had to poo outside. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, it was no, actually, it was it was, it was human shit. shit but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Fine, it was horse shit. <laughs> I know I used to work for an insurance company, but honestly, some of them, so many of them are just scummy. And you know what? I agree with some of that stuff. You think you're going to get it, and you got the coverage, and they keep taking premiums, taking premiums, and to go through and not even not even to go through and say, here, we're going to give you half. I mean, I went through. They can see the email chain that went from me to the company, and then the company back to me from the tow company, and then the, the tow company email going directly to them. So they can see the timestamps and everything. It's not me handwriting a receipt. But that's why all the tow companies say they don't even deal with insurance companies anymore. You know, well, because the insurance company will only pay them a certain rate. Yeah, they're going to say we're only going to give you a hundred bucks. Like for a hundred dollars, right? Our machines are three hundred thousand. You're going to give me a hundred dollars? No. You go through and you look at it, and you hate to even say it, but I mean, I've had them. I don't know for how many years, 20 plus years without incident. And this is my first now experience to go through and do that. They don't care. Oh, I know they don't. But I'm saying from uh, from a consumer standpoint to go through and say, well, I worked there. I did this and I did that. So to go through and do that. And they just have their standard. And the truth is, it's probably a standard form letter they just send out. They don't even know. I have (laughs) I had a friend who was a claims guy at Blue Cross in Rochester, and they were told one time... Automatically deny everything one time. Deny everything, because yeah. there'll be people, be people who pay. Yeah. That's bullshit. He quit. He goes, I can't in good conscience work there like that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that yep. should be something they say. That's, go that's every single insurance company. Insurance is a scam. Yep. Go to New Hampshire. Live free or die. <laughs> that's it. You don't need insurance there. You don't need nothing. In New Hampshire? Yeah. You don't need insurance. You don't need... 
You don't need motorcycle helmets. You don't need nothing. Go in there. And you don't go. need motorcycle helmets in Indiana either. See? There you go. You don't even need a license. I remember when I was in, New, in, in don't Florida. Don't you have to have some kind of driver's well, license? Well, you have to have a regular driver's license, okay. but you don't have to have a motorcycle driver's license. Yeah, see, I think that's how it is in, in New Hampshire, too. Most states um, don't have, a, have that for motorcycles. And just think, I'm coming back here. So you have to get a motorcycle license. Mm-hmm. And you were where in Indiana? Indiana. Hi, a buddy of mine lives in, is, it, is Decatur? Is that in Indiana? Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm, in, just I'm in Fort Wayne. Okay. Uh, Decatur is just south of Fort Wayne. Okay, what is it, like two and a half hours or something like that, or not that far? Decatur? Yeah, from Fort Wayne. 20 minutes. Decatur, okay. hell, I barely know her. Ah! <laughs> it's about 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Then I was thinking of rocks because a friend of mine had said he drive, drove north like two hours to spend time with his with the son, who lives in Indiana as well. So I don't know. I remember here, and I thought it was Fort Wayne. but Maybe at like Auburn or something. Or maybe it was Fort Newton. <laughs> Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Donka Shane. Baby. Why didn't we sing that song? We should have. I want, one. okay, I want, Rich is going to hate it, but we're going to do it anyway. I already should, hate it. We should have a karaoke night where it's all 90s hair bands. Ooh. See, I told you to hate it. And then we'll have a ska one later, because we don't have to be coherent for the ska part. I'm not coming to either. You love ska. I hate karaoke. What oh, is come ska? On. Oh, okay, here we go. Go ahead. It's the precursor to reggae. Wasn't that simple? That was. I'm trying to give her an example, though. Sure. sure. The sure. mighty, mighty boss tones. Yeah. The uh, what did you real say? big fish. Goldfinger. Gold no doubt. The finger. So no you doubt. like them yeah. or you don't like them? I, he does. I am a third wave Scott guy. Okay. Isn't the theme song to Big Bang Theory on the edge of that ska thing? Not really. It's, no. it's, it's oh. bare naked ladies, right? It's bare naked ladies. They're, they're pop. Okay. Not Can- Scott. Well, they were. Uh, Phineas and Ferb, the theme song from that, that's a great Scott tune. Bowling for Soup. And the Aquabats was a kid's TV show, and they're a Scott band that people actually take seriously. I don't. Just the fact that they're the Aquabats, I'm like, oh, it's the Aquabats. Click. And if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> it's also characterized by a walking bass line oh, accented with rhythms on the offbeat. That's right. <laughs> hey, Google. That's right. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you hear that? I don't Google anything. <laughs> Just yourself when we're not here. Yeah, it's, that's de- right. Definitively, ska music is played with the guitar playing on the afterbeat. It's a rhythm guitar, and then the horn section is typically playing the, 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 the melody and the harmony. And the kazoo is on the 4-4. <laughs> <laughs> and you skank. Yes. Skanking. That's right. Wait, what is Mel Torme then? What does he sing? Nothing. Scat. <laughs> Scat. Okay. Which, if you don't look that difference. up on Urban Dictionary. Bibbly bobbly boobity. Don't, don't, don't Google scat. <laughs> yeah, okay. please don't. <laughs> what if I Google wait, scat and wait, it has wait, a picture wait. of Mel Torme? <laughs> Should I it be concerned? It won't. <laughs> It'll have two girls in a cup. I, I will be shocked. <laughs> Rule 34, buddy. <laughs> I will be shocked if you Google skank and Mel Torme comes up. Now I got to do it. <laughs> I mean, not on the first page. No, uh, is it S K A T? No, S C A T. As what? S C A T. Scat. That's what you just that's, said. That's I know. Animal. No, that's also yes, scat music. It's also music called too. scat, but it's also where the jazz music where they're singing the uh, instrumental part. Look at that! I think it is Mel Torme, the first one. You guys have so much scat singing of nonsense words. Is that I can't well, tell you? He put scat singing. Well, that's not fair. That's not yeah, what we, that's not what we yeah, told yeah. you to look up. That's right. Well, that's the first thing that came okay. up. Now, Google two girls, one cup. Do you want me just to just don't Google? Do, oh, just, don't do that. I'm going to Google just scat and see what happens. 
<laughs> Google Google two girls one dictionary. cup reaction video. There's a dictionary Those are thing fucking for it. hilarious. Uh, it <laughs> says right there. Yeah. Go away, leave. Watching scat. other people watch that. That's funny. Don't watch scat it. singing. Don't so be one of those people. It always comes up or scat skiing. So you guys, there just- is a YouTube video. I, every once in a while, I like put in reaction video and to see what comes up. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, I put in reaction video and I just hit. I feel lucky, and it comes up with a 19-year-old guy showing his mother and his grandmother a Bukaki video. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of kid is this? You little asshole. And the mother's going, oh, my God. And the mother grandmother's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Apparently, she couldn't see well. Grandma was in the war, so. <laughs> <laughs> Had to put food on the table <laughs> so one way or the other. She knows the Japanese that way. <laughs> <laughs> Be- beats pancakes during the depression. <laughs> well, there's beating going on. How long did it take? Let's see. An hour. Is it a full hour this time. We're doing better. <laughs> we are doing much better. It's a lady present. That's right. Where? <laughs> now, now. You can say that. Now, now. Is our website working for television and for movies? It was earlier. Because I was trying to watch summer school the other day. And it I didn't. had a hard time watching it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's where I was because I wanted to watch, you know, that. remember that with Chainsaw? Oh, uh, yeah. Where should we take them? Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. I wanted to watch that. We were I'm talking like, about that the other day. Oh, such a good what movie. That's what I was in the mood for. Nothing. For the first minute, just before he gets oh. in there. And then Rob Reiner, Carl Reiner actually did make an appearance in that. What movie? I don't remember. Summer School. And I just now was Mark trying Herman to watch Kirstie it. Alley. Yeah, okay. As I was reading through it, Kyle Reiner, I think, was the director of it. Oh, are you, aren't you the guy who took the bathroom pass on the first day? That was funny, too. <laughs> He's the only one that passed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much of that movie. Well, Carl Reiner was the one who was a, he must have been the, the summer school teacher. It wouldn't play any further, but I don't remember watching the beginning of it, really. I was, once it starts, the original beginning is he's in there scratching off lottery tickets. So I can only surmise that he got this, <laughs> the lottery ticket and won, and, that's, he, and he quit. But it was Carl Reiner that was in there, which made me laugh. It was the, it was the end of the school year. Okay, so I had it. was a, the end of the school year. Mark I had, a, had low seniority, so he got stuck teaching summer school. He was the last one to leave Yeah, the but I think it was the teacher who won money. Carl Reiner, I think, is the one that must have hit a lottery and then quit. In my head, oh, I, I had summer school and summer rental reversed. No. Oh, no. summer rental is great, too. It is a great movie. So I said, this, this is your lobster. And I guess this is your wife. And I guess these are your and I and he shoved her. And he's like, I guess these are your pants. So this is your belt. Are these your underwear? His wife's like, don't pull your pants. He's like, he was good. He played a played that character. Just a fantastic one of my favorites. Do any of you here have Apple TV? No, no, you don't. There is a show called Ted Lasso. No, no, that's a great show. Great show for all mankind. Everybody died. For all mankind, it's a alternate history of the U.S. USSR space race. It's fantastically well done. So what makes it? Uh, the Russians beat the Americans to the moon. And then what happens? And then it's all new history after that. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. They're o- each episode. What over language an hour. are we speaking in the U.S.? We're speaking English. Okay. Maybe a red moon, but it's not a red United States. I got you. But Dukakis won. No, Ted Kennedy won. Craig. <laughs> <Dukakis. laughs> Goodness, who's that? Is that someone calling you? I used, no, I used to work next to her at Geico all the time. Is that and, from and our OnlyFans page? No. She calling you now? No. It's just on her snap. Oh. Nice girl. 
Uh huh. Lovely. He went motorboating. They one seem time. nice. They seem nice. <laughs> no, but I, you know what? Ever since she's been in this, I, I was always very paternal towards her, and then I see her with these snaps, and it throws her in a whole different light. And I let her a lot. She married? No. The Boyfriend? Uh, uh, no. Well, I don't know. Probably. Looking for a little Ellen with a Y? No, I was no. going to say, why, why are you talking to us? Yeah. No. It's the only day she can see me on Monday night, so uh, get your shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's going to get you late, buddy, we'll, we'll pack it up right now. <laughs> All right. Tell us about some of these articles here, Rich. What? Yes. What? Articles? Articles. There's some I thought we were done. We can be if you want to. We've talked for the allotted amount of time. I've met my quotas for laughs, so well, there's another one. I know. See, you brought a whole new energy to this to the right. show tonight. So you were the Why catalyst. Did I? You were the catalyst that made the funny happen. So that's perfect. Another big word. No, I'll give you catalyst. All right. I thought that was the big word he was referring to. Me too. <laughs> it's not that big of a word. It's three no. syllables. No. no. But his last name is four <laughs> syllables, so sometimes he gets confused. <laughs> It's tough always being the smartest one in the room and having to act so dumb. <laughs> Anything Tell us I gotta, all about it, Alan. I got to hit these guys with their inflated egos. I got to make sure why. they're leaving. Feeling I don't know. The other night at my themselves. house, you know who was throwing out singers <laughs> of great intelligence? Walden. Oh, for sure. He was quoting Nietzsche. Thoreau. No, he was whole, quoting Thoreau. Were you there when he did that? Yeah. It was amazing. No, I think, he said, I think he said, could you throw the ball? <laughs> That's not what he was saying. <laughs> you, said about, you said something about the pond, and he started quoting Thoreau. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, we're a pretty uh, solid uh, group of That's people. That's right. Pretty, pretty high intelligence. Even though Alan still insists that he didn't get invited to my house, that he had to drive by. I know. I was sitting there feeling a little lonely, and I drove by, and I saw my friend's cars parked at his driveway. It was openly discussed in the chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I was in Medina. I didn't see that. The chat started around 4 o'clock, like, let's go to my house. Right. Yeah, and I was at Medina by 4. And I was like, hey, guys, what you doing? <laughs> Everybody's sitting there. They're, they were so happy and smiling, having a good time. When I walked in, it was like an EF Hut commercial. Everybody shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate salami and left. Hi, Cooper Duper. All right, tell us about some of these articles. What do you want to know? How'd you get stuck in a glory hole? I never have. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they generally make them large enough, don't they? Well, it was the Lincoln Tunnel, and uh, <laughs> things just got weird. <laughs> Funny. Oh, yeah, the glory hole. I forgot about that article. I picked this article for two reasons. One, because it mentions glory hole. <laughs> but a second one, because it's Lincoln's glory hole. That's right. It doesn't make any sense to me. I haven't read this. A boat and its owner have been rescued after becoming stuck in a tunnel known as the Glory Hole. The narrow boat became trapped under Lincoln's renowned city sentry, High Bridge, after suffering an engine failure in fast-flowing water. Firefighters used a boat and ropes to drag the vessel to a safer point further along River Witham. The stuck boater, Ray Fisher, said, I didn't have enough power for the water flow and made a mess of it. Mr. That, Fisher... That is usually what happens in a Glory Hole. It is. What? How do you know? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just lost plausible deniability. <laughs> no, wait, do I need to wait for plausible or can I keep going? You used to work on glory hole still. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with my dog. <laughs> oh. And of course, this Lincoln is a, is a small town outside of London, England. 
by the way. So it's not Abraham Lincoln's glory hole. If he had one of those, he might not have got shot. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just a, a regular... Didn't they use a glory hole to shoot him? Didn't they have, drill a hole in the door? They made a glory hole. Yes. <laughs> very well could be. You're a sick little man. Anyway, the guy's fine. Makes all those uh, Scooby-Doo cartoons with the eye holes a little different, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, There's all sorts of shenanigans going on in Lincoln. Another woman went through, and uh, she got 18 months for running a brothel. So she was uh, keeping a brothel going on in the uphill area. And same thing in that same area. So there's and a lot Lincoln's of, glory hole. There's a lot of shenanigans going on over there, over in, uh, over according to the BBC. There's a lot of shenanigans going on in Lincoln's glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long one. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> uh, I think you have to get rid of the the, according to BBC. No, according to the BBC. Well, I don't want to do the because then it would be like a political. Like or the a, Ohio State? Yeah. Mm. So we can do that. We can do the BBC. But you're saying. But then it sounds like news. <laughs> if you just say according to BBC, then it sounds like Dirty? what you guys like uh, to do. I, I'll accept that argument. According to BBC <laughs> is what we're going to run with. And no one else has said anything funnier. So, you know. <laughs> Except for the nipple rings. Tastes like car keys. That's right. Yeah, but that's... That wasn't really, that's, really that funny. That, that's, that's an old joke. I've heard that one. And it's true. I know. When's the last time you heard, according to BBC, <laughs> there's a lot of shenanigans <laughs> going on in the Lincoln's Glory Hall? That's, that seems like only a one-time statement. Pretty, pretty specific. <laughs> so as a follow-up story, two Crook County, Wyoming ranchers who've been accused of bleaching male genitalia and other markings on their neighbors' cows are no longer facing charges as the judge didn't find sufficient evidence to advance the case to felony-level court. This is, we talked about this before. They basically bleached big dick and balls on the sides of cows of their neighbor's herd. So they got arrested and brought up in charges, but they got thrown away. The property destruction charges have been dismissed without prejudice, meaning a prosecutor could bring the charges again if additional evidence compels him. The Crook County attorney declined money to comment. Neither of the accused responded immediately for anything. The men were originally accused of bleaching penises and other shapes onto the bodies of 189 of their neighbors' heifers and six of his bulls to get the neighbors' attention after three years of the cattle crossing onto their land. So that's how they handled it. I like it. Where was this? Wyoming. Wyoming. Is it really destruction of property? Did Won't the, the hair did grow did back destroy in? the car? Yeah. Cows? How did it harm the cows? Right. I mean, they, they were still either raised for beef or dairy. It was still just funny. Yeah. I think you people need to calm down. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of aggression right now. I'm just asking. I don't know. All I know is I saw that movie, that Cowboy Way movie with Woody Harrelson, and somehow that relates to this. I don't remember anything about that movie, except there was they were dressed like cowboys. Brokeback Mountain. They're doing a female version of that. I know. So What's you know, that going to be called? I, Comment it's, here. It's still going to be called Brokeback Mountain. It's going to be two women playing the, the lead roles. Wow. So on the one hand, I feel like Hollywood's just redoing re the same shit over and over again. Right. And on the other hand is lotion. lotion. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's, in essence, it'll be the female Ghostbusters with scissoring. <laughs> and there's only one person on the planet that could turn a 
How did that show go? <laughs> Turn lesbians? Yes. Straight? Yes. Because Rock always beats scissors. That's right. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Holy fuck. Scissors. That's good. I like that. <laughs> who said that? Was that you who told me that? Spoon. I yeah. think you just swallowed yeah. that one. I don't remember. Craig said it last week. I remember when that movie came out. I sent a message to my buddy Brian, who was lives in Decanter now, but he just got a job working as a, at Ren Lake College as a culinary instructor. So his principal would never comes down to his office, never is in his office, you know, anything like that. So in between classes, I leave a message on his voicemail saying, "Hey, you know what? I just got back from the doctor. I said, and you got to get, you got to get checked out." I said, you know, because of this, and then I said, "Why can't I quit you?" <laughs> so I hope they would say this to him. So now he puts he's playing the message and as he listens to the message, this principal walks in at the beginning of the message. So the guy hears the message and he starts looking at Brian. He's like, You gotta understand, my friend's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's like and they're like, I know, but it's just so stupid. That was so funny. I did that one time. I was driving down the road on Main Street, and you know where you can make the left turn to go on to market? If you're gonna go down Market Street. Yep. I'm talking to my brother, oh. and I pull up next to this car, and I'm yelling, and we're having an argument, and I yell, why are you so fucking stupid? And I look over, and the guy looking at me in the car next to me who has his window open is my boss, <laughs> the county clerk. I'm like, oh, fuck. He heard you yelling at <laughs> Oh, yeah. And who are you yelling at, your brother? I was yelling at my brother. My phone comes through the speakers, and I can talk back and forth, so it doesn't look like you're on a phone. So it made it look like I was saying he was stupid. Oh, did you explain that to him? I tried to. Was he mad at you? No, he was like, what was going on? In Baltimore, buildings are being slowly washed away by pee. It's eroding thousands of historic buildings downtown. It's highlighting longstanding tensions in Baltimore, the decline of a once-bustling city center, dwindling public spaces, and the enduring needs of the local homeless population. Baltimore is not alone for as long as people have made buildings, there have been people who peed on them. The acidic liquid is also wreaking havoc on the world's tallest church in Germany, the historic streets of Paris, and the medieval inns in London, where the Cities have opted to install urine deflectors and open sidewalk urinals to redirect the bold tinklers. Baltimore is just putting in more bathrooms, more public bathrooms. At millions of dollars per urinal. That's right. Of course. Government work at its finest. That's right. When we went to Ireland a few years ago, we were staying in an Airbnb, which is an, an apartment. And we were on like the third floor of this kind of big apartment complex and we're coming back from dinner or whatever we were doing and as we're walking up to our, the front door of the building there's a guy taking a piss on the door so i'm like okay maybe this is just how they roll in ireland so i'm like uh we're going in there so move sorry bud stops pissing long enough for us to open the door and walk in and then he tries to follow us in the building that's what he was trying to do the whole time right i'm like i don't fucking think so he's like I, I live in this building. I just forgot my key. And I don't care. <laughs> Call the landlord. So I wind up calling the cops because this guy won't take his hand out of the door. The cops come. They pull him out. And they're like, is that 999? I, I don't have to remember that now because I'm here. <laughs> I can drive on the right side of the road and everything. I it, just choose not to. It, it turns out he was staying with someone living in that building. And they had all gone out drinking. And he got thrown out of wherever they were because he was being a drunk asshole he had to wait outside the building until his friends showed up 
and they let him in. And it turns out they're staying in the apartment right next to the door to where we're staying. So we hear the elevator open and this guy gets off, followed by five people. They're all loud as fuck. And they're coming straight through the front door. And I'm looking through the peephole going, oh, fuck, he's coming straight here. And then they turn at the last second to go in the door next to me. I'm like, they're your I'm neighbors. Yeah, they're next to our neighbors. Didn't hear a peep out of them the rest of the night. But I always was, like to hear the sounds of people having fun and having a crazy night. Well, they had all their fun, and then they came home and went to bed, apparently. Yeah, so you're nice. So, yeah, pissing on the buildings, a longstanding tradition, apparently. Yes. Agreed. That's well, correct. you can't spit in, like, Paris, but you can pee anywhere in public. You can't spit? Well, that's no, France for you. Yeah, France is fucked up. How are you not supposed to spit? Because spitting is... It's considered rude. It's considered unhygienic. So can I spit in a Kleenex? Go Does ahead. Count? You just can't spit on the ground. Oh. So yeah, apparently the, the buildings in Baltimore were built with soft brick and mortar, and uh, they're consulting with a downtown partnership on the public bathroom project. The buildings are more susceptible to damage from outside elements like water and obviously pee, which can degrade the soft material over time, especially if it's a constant exposure. It isn't, though. I mean, how much pissing do you have to do on one spot to leave a mark? That's got to take some time. Agreed. There's got to be more rain than piss happening here. There's got to be a bar next door. Yeah, that makes sense, too. At least you're not just pooping on the sidewalk. It is in San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco see, should do. you see the thing? De- DeSantis was talking about how San Francisco, California is wasting their money. He holds up a map of San Francisco. Somebody had mapped where all the poop was. And it was just a solid blob of poop. Just a solid <laughs> blob of brown. And he's waving it around. So now that turned into like a meme because Rick DeSantis knows where all the poop is in San Francisco kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. What they should do is hand out empty Pringle cans in San Francisco. Right, exactly. That's so crazy. I mean, why, Craig? Because that's where you should poop. Poop in a Pringles can. I don't know if I can handle pooping in a Pringles can. You're not a lawyer. It's a good aim. That Guard bucket was tough. a task enough. (laughs) That isn't a good-sized box? Oh, it's a regular-sized box, and the contraption fit over the seat, but then you got to kind of try to sit and poop. You Hope there's no splashback. Yeah. Right. Hope there's no cherry twist it, at the top. Essentially, what you're doing is pooping in a little pail that's attached to the top of your toilet seat. Doesn't that block the bidet? I don't have a bidet. <laughs> you think I got Alan with the wine money? It's unbelievable how much money I have. <laughs> got dozens. I'm not lying to you. Dozens of dollars. <laughs> Just for bidets. But yes. it would block the bidet. I thought as much. The Ohio Supreme Court suspended an attorney who defecated into a Pringles potato chip can and then tossed it into the parking lot of a crime victim advocacy center. (laughs) Oh, not only that, but he shit in that can. Yeah. He did. Someone was looking for Pringles and came up with fudge. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) nutty. This is a pretty corny joke. So this criminal defense attorney's conduct was called into question. <laughs> called into question. Yep. And his defense, he said he didn't target anyone, but a habit of putting his feces in Pringles cans and randomly throwing them from his car. Yeah. That's not any less disturbing. No. Right. He's done it at least 10 times so far this year. That's a lie. Surveillance video captured the incident. You know, maybe this guy is stopped eating so many fucking Pringles. He haven't had to shit so often. Yeah. Where's the freaking <laughs> surveillance video? Where's the can of Pringles? My question is, is it a regular can or one of them small cans? Yeah, that's also a good question. What I'd happened to the- he's got really good aim. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless How he's... How do you... Oh, that's what I'm thinking. How? Sitting in it? Or- 
I think logistically we could work this out if we had to. I mean, yeah. if anything, if there was dog poo in there, I'd be like, all right. But he probably had to scoop it in. in there. That's crazy. I mean, I know a paralegal doesn't make nearly enough money to hold that fucker <laughs> in place. <laughs> Interns, on the other hand, don't know not to. Correct. Correct. The attorney said I had to do. He's this. been an attorney since 1976, so he's no young guy. Oh well, that's probably when it was allowed. So he, <laughs> he doesn't the realize. Pringles cans were made of steel back then. Yeah, yeah they use a can opener <laughs> or grind it on a rock for an hour and a half. How much shit will Pringles can hold? Was it one good log or was it kind of mushed up like pudding? You're assuming it was solid at all. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, what, what kind of poo was it? I got I don't, the I don't poo think they, on me. Is that like the new version of them lighting it and throwing oh, it? That, oh, lost. that's true. Good. So, Rich, how you been? <laughs> <laughs> Good and you? Good, thank you. Good and you? <laughs> how are you now? <laughs> how are you? That's funny. How are you now? <laughs> I started watching Letterkenny again at the beginning to show her. Hulu fucking sucks. It's like... Uh, 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 it buffers so bad. Here's their story. That, yeah. um, that's not Hulu. That's your shitty internet connection. No, because it only does that on Hulu. Okay. Really? Netflix, Apple. That's because you got to go in and update Prime. Hulu. Mine, when mine gets jerky I, like that, I got to go yeah. in and update the Hulu app, and then it works uh, I, I swimmingly. I have a problem with my, my Spectrum app will buffer terrible. Yeah. Spectrum was in our neighborhood today, which could account for the slow internet speeds we had. I saw somebody else coming in. Was it ZeroNet or something some, like yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I want to find out. There's some new company coming into town. I'm jumping ship. Maybe. So, Alan, why don't you tell us how they get you? Wow. The police are searching for a person who stole a van loaded with 10,000 Krispy Kreme donuts. And you know they're definitely on the case. They are on the case. <laughs> this is their fucking <laughs> yeah. van. We lost one of our own today, boys. <laughs> and it's Krispy Kreme. We yeah. can't let this go to a cold case. Yeah. <laughs> they got to be warm. We have a possible 187 of uh, 10,000 Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> But an opportunist has, yeah, <laughs> has made off it's with just, a van it's filled. It's a donut. Wouldn't it be a code zero? <laughs> what do you run off with? Thousands. It could be a code zero. Krispy Kreme donuts in a crime that has bamboozled the police. Bamboozled. A search is underway for an opportunistic opportunistic donut thief who tore away from a service station early this morning in a Krispy Kreme van. And the alleged burglar fled a servo in Carlingford, northwest of Sydney, with 10,000 donuts in the van while its drive was inside paying at about 3.30 a.m. It was on its way to Newcastle to make a variety of deliveries, including Christmas-themed Christmas donuts. The police are currently searching for the van and the sweet tooth thief. It is believed she jumped into the van as the drive was inside the service station. What you, how could that be anything other than fact? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to me. Time to make the donuts. Yes. But the police are searching for the woman who's described as being an aboriginal Torres Strat straight islander appearance in her 30s with long black or brown hair so she looks like tannis yeah she sounds pretty hot plus she's got ten thousand donuts so <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a catch that's like a goddess right you know that is foreplay yes 
I got a gallon of milk. If she gives me her number, we can have a little wonderful evening. But anyways, <laughs> and ring diabetes. toss. Yes. <laughs> ring toss. <laughs> and diabetes. <laughs> so here's the deal. When you do park your van with 10,000 of anything in it, don't leave the keys in it running while you go um, possibly go pay for stuff in the service department of there. So they got her and the police are bamboozled and baffled and in sheer disgust that they can't get the regular sugary treats. And that's how they get you. Hey, Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. Wow. On fucking fire. Matt, you're going to love this. In Canada. Canada. I see quite the, quite the litany of fucking articles. Ooh, litany. There's actually only three. Okay, Google. What is litany? It just looks like five. It does. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, a kangaroo that escaped its handlers during transport to a new home was captured on Monday east of Toronto after a weekend in the wild, but not before delivering a punch to the face of one of the police officers who brought her run to an end. Shouldn't tase that cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate kangaroos. Dude, they can, they can kill you, man. Yeah, they I have. have. Why are you fucking, that, that leads 20 foot. Tase that bitch. <laughs> he means it too. He I does. Do. I'm not kidding. I'm not getting punched in the face by a kangaroo. And then he jumps <laughs> in her pocket. What's more humiliating? Tasing an animal or getting punched in the face by a kangaroo? Getting knocked out by a kangaroo. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll, I'll live down the animal abuse all fuck my rest of my life. I don't care. Yeah. I get punched. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> getting punched by a kangaroo. They hit hard too. And they choke. Remember that they choked. They choked a dog. It was a yeah. video one. Really? Kangaroos are mean. <laughs> okay, no. Are you sure? Because look at how cute they are. Uh Yeah. Till they okay. Go to Google or go to of, Yahoo and go to when a kangaroo attacks. Of, of all the things in this out. world that I know will upset Matt, kangaroos. I did not know was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened to you? They're vile they, creatures. I've seen on. I've seen online how how vile they are. They're not cute and cuddly. They're nasty pricks. I think you're thinking of deer. No. <laughs> no. Kangaroos. <laughs> Wait, what do deer do? Oh, they're disgusting. They're they're oh my seagulls God. with antlers. There's yes. article after yeah, article. Are. They're terrible. On tips to survive a kangaroo attack. They see. <laughs> like there's just just a plethora of articles about how to survive that. Right. They, they've they've got <laughs> That calendar, man. He's got his, he's got our money's worth out of it. <laughs> really? it's, it's coming to an end. I don't have to get a new one. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this wasn't that far away. It was in Oshawa. That's right. 
at the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm in Ontario, which is practically in our backyard. See, they don't lock them fuckers down. It's a fun farm. Probably <laughs> get to pet them and feed them and shit. They bounce on your car with the monkeys. Exactly. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you the kangaroos don't jerk off in your mirror like the monkeys. Their arms are too short. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a fistful of talons. Ouch. Yeah, but they got that pouch. They can catch it all. They didn't carry extra. Anyway, a uh, female kangaroo hopped over her handlers late on Thursday during a rest stop at the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm in Ontario. Uh, videos emerged on social media on Friday of the marsupial, who was born in captivity, running along roads in Oshawa, the town in Lake Unta- on Lake Ontario, about 37 miles east of Toronto. So it's on the way there for us. Officers on patrol spotted the kangaroo about 3 a.m. on Monday in a rural property. They contacted the kangaroo's handlers and grabbed it by the tail, which is always the way to handle a kangaroo, obviously. Then they said, sorry, sorry about grabbing your tail. Sorry. Uh, the kangaroo punched one of the officers in the face during okay. the capture. The kangaroo was en route to a zoo in Quebec, received medical treatment, and will stay at the Oshawa Zoo for a few days of rest. Wait a minute. So the kangaroo punched a police officer in the face, and the kangaroo is getting medical attention and a couple days of rest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Better Three. union. It's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better union. In other news, the search for a kangaroo that escaped in Ontario Zoo will be off while being offloaded from a transport truck will resume on Saturday morning. The marsupial, one of two that were in the process of being transferred to a zoo in Quebec, escaped handlers from the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm on Thursday night. It jumped over their heads, Cameron Pridle said, an employee with the zoo. And we're in the process of tracking it down. Doesn't that sound like the same news? It is the same news. What? All right, well, here's the thing. Craig found one version, and I found two. So we're going to listen to all three and see which one we like the most. See the picture of this guy? What a dunderhead he looks like. No wonder the fucking thing. He me. said, it was crazy. <laughs> there was a dingo. <laughs> <laughs> this is Canada. The, that ate my donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the dingo ate your donuts. <laughs> see how menacing this fucker looks? No, see, the kangaroo is Canadian. Oh. He was born in captivity okay. in Canada. Okay. So I'm sure he apologized to the police officer for punching him in the face. Sorry. Her. Bet them. she didn't. Attack helicopter. But didn't the police officer pull its tail? Yes. Grab, grabbed it by the tail. He totally Donald Trumped her. <laughs> pulled, pulled, her by, pulled her by the tail, not by the pussy. <laughs> But this is in Canada. 2024. So with a conversion rate, it was the same as oh, grabbing her by the okay. pussy. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm following it. Well, it's, it's the, the more polite rate. way to do it. It's the, it's the conversion rate plus the GST. That's They they pay way more taxes than we do because they're socialists. Crispy, you look very, very confused. Am I talking too fast? Yes. They Canada is a country yeah. north of the United States. <laughs> Unless you're in New York State, then it's to the west. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They're the ones that we like them crossing the border because they come and buy, buy our stuff, stuff and they take it back with Pay them. And then they then stay home. Okay. Okay. Yep. South of the United States, they, they come and they don't leave. See? So... It's different. <laughs> but the they Canadians, fly in and don't leave all the time. The Canadians just come and visit. 
they say hello and sorry, and then they leave. And they, they leave. Go, they, go, they leave piles of old clothes in the parking lot. And sorry. Then say a. A. They're sorry about the mess. A. There you go. They're saying that there's less A's around in Canada now, though. They're not saying A's. They become self conscious of it. Right. Because of all of us making fun of them. Right. So now we have to settle for a boat sorry instead a of boot. a boat. <laughs> or as Ryan Reynolds says, the most Canadian thing is, ah, fuck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> is it? That's so what he right. says. It ranks among them. In other news, not all science is carried out by folks in white lab coats under the fluorescent lights of academic buildings. Occasionally, the trajectory of the scientific record is forever altered inside the pub over a pint of beer. Such is the case for a sweeping purple for the sweeping and purple lights that can hover over the horizon in the northern hemisphere. The phenomenon looks like an aurora, but is in fact something else entirely. It is called Steve. The rare light spectacle has caused a bit of a buzz this year as the sun is entering its most active period, ramping up the number of dazzling natural phenomena that appear in the night sky and leading to new reports of people spotting Steve in areas it does not typically appear, such as parts of the United Kingdom. But about eight years ago, when Elizabeth McDonald, a space physicist at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Calgary, Alberta, for a seminar, she had never seen the phenomenon in person, and it did not yet have a name. The, in fact, few scientists actively studying auroras and other night sky phenomenon had witnessed a Steve, which appears closer to the equator than auroras and is characterized by a pink-purple arc accompanied by green vertical stripes. Did everybody get that? Everybody get that? Got it. Yep. Pink-purple arc. Got it. Green vertical stripes. After McDonald gave a talk at a nearby university, she met up with some citizen scientists, mostly photographers, who spent nights hoping to capture the next stunning images of colors dancing in the Canadian sky at Kilkenny Irish Pub. I had already reached out to the local Alberta Aurora Chasers in a Facebook group, which was pretty small at the time, McDonald said, but very keen to share their observations and to interact with NASA. The photographers came with their photos in hand, anxious to show the mysterious light that they showed that they had captured. At the time, we didn't exactly know what it was, McDonald said, of the phenomenon featured in the images. I started spotting what we used to call a proton arc in 2015. It had been photographed in the past, but misidentified. So when I attended the meeting at Kilberry Kilkenny Club. Is that different Kilkenny than a protein arc? What? What? Proton arc. Is that different than a protein arc? Quite. We okay. don't want you to demonstrate and if it's a protein purple, arc. If it's purple, you might need to call someone. <laughs> at least get a CAT scan. <laughs> Strong Or maybe take emission. the rest of the weekend off, you know. <laughs> right. Let the bruising subside. Well, it is December. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm surprised you made it here at all. <laughs> I do I do have one more to do. Come on, get <laughs> was it the fourth already? And the conclusion of that evening was, well, we don't know what it is, but can we stop calling it a proton arc? It was shortly after that pub meeting that another Aurora chaser suggested a name for the mysterious lights on the group's Facebook page. Members of the group were working to understand the phenomenon better, but I propose we call it Steve until then, uh, Razlaf wrote in a February Facebook post. The name was borrowed from Over the Hedge, the 2006 DreamWorks animated film in which a group of animals are frightened by a towery leafy bush and decide to refer to it as Steve because they'd be a lot less scared of Steve. The name stuck, even after the phenomenon could better be, be better explained, even after explanations for Steve began to take shape in scientific papers. 
Scientists later developed an acronym to go with the name, Strong Thermal Emission Velocity Enhancement. And that meeting in a small Canadian pub was a turning point. It's lucky they didn't call it Washington. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a much longer acronym. Much longer acronym. Earth is entering into a period of enhanced solar activity or solar maximum, which occurs every 11 years or so. During this time, spectators can expect more visible light shows in the sky and potentially the chance to witness a steve at low latitudes. Light phenomena have been spotted as far south as Wyoming and Utah. To the naked eye, it can appear as nothing more than what looks like a faint contrail from an airplane streaking across the sky and can be easy to overlook. Cameras are much more sensitive to light, picking up Steve's vibrant colors through their lenses. Even a camera phone can work. Donald encourages anyone who's interested in photographing auroras or a Steve to get involved with online communities. Aurorasaurus, a website that connects, not this week's website of the week, by the way. Uh, Oh, that would have been very topical. It would (laughs) have. Aurorasaurus, a website that connects photographers with scientists, is a project she said she cares deeply about, noting its crucial role in helping scientists formally identify Steve. The photos photos contributed by members of the public constantly help scientists improve their understanding of these light shows, she said. Scientists are not as... Not as good of aurora chasers as the passionate public, she said. We don't stay up all night, nor are we photographers. And that's what's happening in Canada this week. So nutshelling it, they changed the name of the areola borealis to Steve. (laughs) I want to know what's in their drink. I know. (laughs) You just contributed to Canada Watch with the areola borealis. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I want to add to it because I said they have 49 words for Eskimo farts. <laughs> yeah, but you already had stuff for Canada Watch, so you cut your cut out for yourself. I cut it all myself. That's out right. It. Well, get on it. Fix that up. Now Matt's got to say something. By the way, Aurorasaurus's website is currently down. Oh, that's not my problem. <laughs> so it can't be the website of the week. Well, we've had broken websites of the week before. Okay. Do you have a website for us? Oh I thought you guys were already talking about it. I didn't know. I didn't like you that. You had one job! I have multiple jobs it's on true. this. My back's killing me. Thank you for keeping up with the pressure. Thank you. Matt Matt sees it. Well, since this is the beginning re- of I December. Recognize. Since this is the beginning of December, this week's website should be informative of the upcoming holidays and how to prepare for them. So we're going to go with festivusweb.com. Festivusweb.com. Festivus the website. Festivusweb.com. You did provide a link this week. That's right. 19 days until Festivus, it will not be over until the head of the household is pinned. (laughs) Festivus is a secular holiday normally celebrated on December 23rd. It is mainly meant as an alternative to the pressures and commercialization of the Christmas season. However, it has also become a day to celebrate the everlasting comedy of the 1990s television show Seinfeld. Season 9, December 18th, 1997. The Strike. I thought Festivus was older than that, and they just kind of fucked around with it to make it more famous. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. No, it was made up by one of the writers on Seinfeld. He created it for his own family, and they wrote it into the show. Really? Yeah. And now it's followed by a bunch of uh, people, too, now? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was on Seinfeld. Everybody wants to do it now. As early as 1966. Ah, see? So now what? Celebrated by his family. It was the writer on Seinfeld. I was oh. celebrated by his family. As never doubt me, Craig. Never doubt me. I don't. I was looking. I at never it. have. 
<laughs> never, ever? Never, Not ever. even once a little never, bit? Never, ever, ever, even though I am old. It's true. So that's it. Check it out. Festivusweb.com. <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. Anyway, this week for shenanigans, it's been L with a Y. Have a great week, folks. Crispy. Bye. Rich. See ya. Matt. Check your stupid nuts for lumps. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week. And don't forget to check your lumps for nuts. <laughs>